white people are confused. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot of nerve. It's a wild white week. Doing a podcast in in a, such a wild touch and go situation. <laughs> it is touch and go out here, Bianca. Um, uh, wait, you know what it feels like? Because we've been talking about we're like OG racism chatters. Uh, I feels like you know in rap when people are like, oh, I I had his mixtape. Like we had racism's mixtape. Uh-huh, yeah, we had we I I've been with this. <laughs> I've been bumping this shit. <laughs> I did almost get run over by a car in the 92 uh, Rodney King ride. Whoa. Hello. I don't know if I ever t- told you that. Tell me the story. Just what walking across. It, Were I was you part adult. of the protest? Uh-uh. John so Stewart had the best. This is John, literally unrelated not okay. famous John Stewart, right. 1992, the day after the, 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 the LA rides, which also were a little bit in New York. New York had a, a march. And John did a joke where he was like, you know, was, he was in a march and he was like, and I was like, uh, fuck the police. Fuck, you know, everybody's chanting, fuck the police. Uh, and he's like, and I'm, fuck the police. And then it started to get a little violent. And I was like, where the fuck are the police? <laughs> uh, I don't even know if he remembers that joke. But, uh, but Dave was out here doing a pilot. I don't remember what the fuck it was, but I remember talking to him. Wait. And anyway, I was walking across and this will date the story. I was walking across the corner uh, of Broadway and West Fourth where there was a Tower Records (laughs) and a like a car pulled up on the sidewalk to try to run me and my friend over. (laughs) It was a white guy. We were both white. I assumed the driver was black. Didn't I didn't make it out. But if you see any black person, Wait, arrest on. them. A guy just not near the protest just jumped Had the curb. not related to the protests. And but you don't know if he was black or not? No. I'm assuming he was. Why are you assuming he was? Because why would a white person try to run over a white person? But it was you and Dave. It was me and Randy Pearlstein. Oh. White Randy Pearlstein. But why would a black person try to run over two random white Cause people? Because it was because fuck white people. Because it was like, why not? Oh. I, that's not a popular tactic, I don't think. I just think <laughs> this one guy was like, I'm going to try to run them over. So did, was he like, sorry? No, he literally didn't. He just drove and and then kept going. Uh, and then I want, I'll also time date this story. Um, I was hooking up with a girl back then who... A few weeks later, I realized was Louis was also hooking up with, and oh, uh, and the yeah Louis C.K. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> uh, Louis was also hooking up with, and I knew I realized that he was hooking up with her because he like let her borrow his car for a move, and I was like, that doesn't seem like oh yeah no <laughs> that doesn't seem like that's just a regular thing you do for a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, but enough of my and uh, racial struggle. my comedy timestamp racial struggles. 
Um, uh, where do we even begin, Bianca? What are you... Uh, Afro-Latina? You have the floor. Uh, I went to more protests. I'm... I went to one, too. You went to protests? Yeah, I went to one yesterday. What the fuck? Why don't you tell me? I want to protest with you. Uh, I can't imagine yeah, I you protesting. I know. So I went on... I I had a sign. I was like, I don't know. Can I, you just like, how loud do you chant? I didn't chant. I didn't I do. I didn't sign, can. and I didn't. Did chant. you? What did you I, do? I just you walked, went for a I walk. Walked. I was just there <laughs> like as I was a going body. For my it was walk. just a body. Okay, it was a white body. Um, with <laughs> did all, you have a mask? talk about black bodies. What about white bodies? <laughs> uh, I had the mask. I got you recognized must have been a little with bit. A girl. Um, say again. Were you with the girl? No, I was by myself. That's the problem. Is I went by myself. And I was supposed to meet Trayvon Free, who he got there after I left because um, he he's been taking really good photos of it. But but um, I, I realized you can't go to a march by yourself. I found you it the can, hard but way. you got to be really into it. Yeah, you yes, you got to be like chanting. Size yeah, up. you got to be like boom, a goofball. Boom, you got to be like boom. a Venice Beach like drum circle white person. Yeah, if or you're, again by yourself. Not, I think most people were just regular. Right, you start feeling a little like, yeah. Oh, we going this way? Hey, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like where you're at an amusement park, and you're like, I don't know what ride to go on. Right. Okay, let's go over there. Uh, yeah, I had, I was gonna write a sign that said, "I'm, I'm considered a good white, and I be- do barely anything." <laughs> That's good. It would have been good, but you know. And then what? No one's. I didn't look at anyone's. I barely. Right. I. Re, it felt like a Halloween costume. Like, oh, what are you? Right. Oh, good one. Like, hey, yeah. Uh, that's a good. It felt like a T-shirt. Did you go to the Venice one or did you go to the Hollywood one? No, that's a. I said something to somebody uh, that there's so many protests now in L.A. It's like AA meetings where someone's like, "Did you go to the 10 a.m. in Venice?" He's <laughs> like, "No, I went to the four in Hollywood because <laughs> there's so many of them. It's fucking awesome. Oh, I went great. to the big one in Hollywood." Oh, you did! I yeah. was there. The famous, one. It's famous now. The one World with famous. I, uh, the one with YG. Oh yeah, I saw your video. I didn't. Was he there? He was at that one, but uh, at your time, not when I was there. It was what just time like were his you there? Uh, in the evening, more like around. Yeah, because I was there at like four thirty. Seven. Oh, four thirty. Uh huh. And you walked. Yeah. How long were you there? Hour. Proud of you, Neil. Thanks. Finally, I'm like really proud of you. Are you really? Well, you don't People like to so go outside because you don't like, like to go outside. I used to go to Darfur protests. I've been out here. I almost got run over in the '92 uprising. <laughs> he was maybe black. Hello. I'm going to assume he was. I we should round up all blacks in LTDs. <laughs> That's I pretty much it was. What's LTD? Believe, it was a Latter-day car. Oh, Plymouth, I believe. Made it right. Damn by, uh, you old. Uh, Damn you old. By the Ply- Plymouth used to make a car. <laughs> Plymouth Them landed on Neil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, I went. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah. I went to those protests. And then I did some. There was a, um, a cleanup in Inglewood. Uh-huh. What just, is that? So Is that st- part of the pro? Is that? Yeah. So instead of. Well, the good thing about the protests right now are that they're not in the poor parts of town because what white people. It's very easy to. By ignore. the way, where are the looters, Bianca? What happened to what them? What happened to them? Where are the? But people keep talking about looters. Miscreants. Like, there are. I haven't seen a looter there. in a week. I guess. I I guess they got the backpacks and tents that they needed from REI <laughs> and Patagonia, and now 
they're they realize like oh maybe i I don't i guess they got what they needed yeah like you don't have to go to the grocery store like every day yeah what i'm gonna go loot more we look at toilet paper baby (laughs) baby you gonna loot they're reasonable um so i yeah so the protest in inglewood it was more in south inglewood like off of florence and stuff instead of protesting in the more disenfranchised, poor, more black and brown parts of town. They're just doing a positive protest. So let's protest where the white people live and let's clean up where the black people live. So it was just a cleanup. So it was uh, taking away... How uh, many people went? Hundreds, hundreds. Like probably maybe a thousand, but we were spread out, you know, because it was like we met in the parking lot and then it was like, go clean up some shit. So people are cleaning That's trash. That's the man. It's that broad. It was that broad. Are you given No, you bring materials? your own shit. No, okay. you bring your shit, clean, and then we met back at uh, like a parking lot to, there was like food, black-owned food trucks that were there. You can buy food and stuff like that. It's um, a black-owned food truck because it, it bounces, right? That's okay. how you know. Well, I did, I chatted with a few gentlemen that had the highest hydraulics. I've, I could almost <laughs> stand under it. I was just kidding. I know. I was like, wait, did I Hitting post switches. that photo? I didn't. I if was you order the certain, a certain combination, it does the fucking. <laughs> ging, ging. Um, so that was dope. And it was cool because the community, it was, uh, we like took out the weeds, washed off graffiti. There was all these like pyru signs. I was like, you want to wash? Maybe we leave this. Guys, I I don't want (laughs) to. It's maybe not my place. It might be above my pay grade. Right. I was like, uh, the pyrus clearly were trying to say something here. (laughs) Respect the pyrus. So I, um, but it was dope. And all these people were honking and we're like, where are the news? Where's the news about this? And that I did understand that, you know, it's yeah. And also the news now shows a lot less of the protest, not saying they don't talk about it, but they show, they kind of just show quick clips of the protest as opposed to like live streaming the looting. Yes. Which the bigger issue of what is the news? And I'm not one of these fucking conspiracy people. It's, In the book, Amusing Ourselves to Death, another one that we've been rocking from the start, Uh, (laughs) Neil Postman, Amusing Ourselves to Death from 1985. Uh, Neil bought it at the Museum of Modern Art in 1998. Now. Now. The the best quote is in it was the the, uh, Jim Lehrer from the McNeil Lehrer News Hour said... Once we put music underneath the opening, we were in trouble. Mm. Once you start it as an entertainment product, fucking so you just go what where the plots are. Right. The plots are crime, crime solution, crime fighting, death, the bleeds it leads, like the oldest fucking story in the book. So um it bleeds. It leads. Yes. If it, so, never heard of that one. That's the that's the one. It's the it lead. Yes, it bleeds. It leads. It's L E D E S, which is a newspaper term, but same thing, like lead story. Um. So, so it doesn't. Marches don't have a plot. They don't have. There's no tension. There's no drama. There's no conflict. So right. it's hard to, you know. So then they get to like curfews. And the police are here. Okay, well, the curfews are lifted. And also, it turns out, 
People don't riot when you don't make them riot. <laughs> it's another one. It's what I said fucking last week, which is why are they closing? What are they emptying the streets for? Right. There's not for Postmates. Like the fuck are they <laughs> doing it for? There's no purpose. Right. There's no purpose at all to emptying streets. For what? It's just a flex of power. Yes. But legally, if there is a protest, the cops' only job is to protect the protesters and to de-escalate any violence that happens when a large group of people yeah. <clears throat> get together. That's it. That's the only thing. So if you're doing anything else besides that, it's just a huge problem. And it's just the irony of, you know, protesting police brutality is down during these they protests. Couldn't, they could not do it. They couldn't. Like, couldn't. I had another tweet, which is, it's, it was like, it, uh, violence at a police anti-police brutality rally is like, <laughs> A crackhead smoking rocks at their own intervention. Oh yeah, I think like they just can't. Yeah, they can't not do. (laughs) They only have one move. They don't have. They don't. It's if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Neil Brennan's old man phrases. That's number two. Fire today, you guys. When you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. It's the same. It's the joke I've always tried to do about the military, which is. If they buy enough bombs, what do you think they want to do with them? It's like yeah. if you get a fucking one of those guacamole bowls, you're right. going to make guacamole. Eventually, you're going to be, we should make some guacamole because right. we have these bowls. So we, I have this baton and this tear gas. You know, this tear gas expires next week <laughs> and there's a, there's a protest. Well, <laughs> well, in business, if you ever have too much inventory, it's a fucking problem. Like you got to push that shit. If they just had a bunch of stuff because it's part of the budget, they have to use it the, to yes. explain why they yes. fucking put that much money. I don't think it's that direct, but it's No, but it's like, well, why you have to justify why you did, why they did spend money on new equipment. Yes. And da da da. So if it's just sitting in a stockpile getting dust on it like it just kind of it pushes itself forward it's like oh well we bought this new stuff we bought this da 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 that's why people in one of the protests i went to were just like why are they dressed in riot gear we're peacefully protesting what uh somebody made them not wear helmets like one of the mayors was like don't wear helmets what the right. fuck you think is none of them are wearing helmets right that's you're gonna hit with a bottle of dasani <laughs> fucking who you're a, you're a fucking you're a you have a thick head you have a thick cop head <laughs> and a horrible haircut the one thing you say about cops horrible haircuts that across little, the board like, flat Literally, top across the board the flat top um is the uh the yeah the militarization did you oliver i can't believe as a white person once a month you literally have to say legally you have to say hey did you see john oliver this week um uh he talked about defunding the police right and it was a whole thing of like what does that mean what's that right, look right. like why? i didn't see it but i know about defunding the police but he there was a guy who testified after i think in in the 70s black dude testified before congress about um what how to how to prevent riots and he it was the it's the you know when they the blue ribbon panel one of those things white people love a panel don't they they love a ribbon. Boy, oh boy. They love to take a hard a look ribbon, at things. They love a panel. And have a tough conversation and then <laughs> and then go get something to eat and forget about it. Um they the guy said, it was black dude, and he was like, What I'm about to say is basically the same 
thing that they said in the 1918 riot report, the 1922 uh, riot report, the 1967 riot report, including over-militarization of the police, mm. um, uh, instigating violence. Just uh, He's like, it's the same laundry list. And Oliver's point is, it's been the same list for 100 years. It's been the same list. Right. 9-11 made it, made them feel justified in helmets and flak jackets and those like fucking robot tank things, fucking those Lego looking motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually look like the Scooby-Doo van, but fucking right. voided out. Right. <laughs> um, like, so it's the same problem over and over and over and over. And to your point earlier, it, a lot of it's they just want the money for their budget. And then the thing we talked about last week is if you give a cop the slightest correction, the, you, what are you telling me? Right. Are you saying to me? And then in Minneapolis, they're like, you're done. That's it. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You're evaporated. Go be. Go do something else. Whatever the fuck else. Since you're so great, you must have. A multitude of skills. Go, cops. Fly <laughs> away. Go do whatever the... F- go open a fucking fertilizer. Go w- whatever the fuck you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, That's... And, yes. Well, it's interesting how cops are so revered here. And when I lived in Germany... Drink. Oh, like, I don't even talk about it that much. Maybe I do. Um, they're not... They're not they're not like it's not that they're not respected, but they're like they're dorks. fine. Like no one is like no one is afraid of the police. Yeah, and, but you never see police unless you do something bad. Like really, I know that sounds yeah vague, but I just never saw German police. I know there's rioting in Berlin, and I'm seeing all this, but the culture, the way we regard and we hold police in such high regard is the I think the root of the problem, not the root of the whole system, but the root of the problem with like police, the police touch the citizens the most. There's so many points of yeah. like touch well, but in it's America. Also the biggest part of the budget by a lot. By a lot. But we have this this cops and robbers, police and thieves. Well, yeah, we that's play the, this game yeah. with each other. So in our heads that it's the drama it's the narrative thing again but and because i use i tweeted yeah keep talking no 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 i tweeted a joke that i'm sure i've said on here before but after it's breaking away from even the they call it a copaganda on uh on twitter okay uh just all the every story is about a cop there's a cop and a cop at night right right and um (laughs) and i used to do a joke with david most deaf after we'd shoot a scene on on Chappelle show and it was funny. I'd go, congratulations, fellas, Hollywood called and they want you to play cops. <laughs> like that's the, like, that's the reward. Right. It's not, no. but it's held out as a, as a reward. I remember when Dave started, like became <laughs> yes. a movie star or could have put like was, could have been a movie star. Um, and that is the funny thing is like, most of the parts would play cops. Yeah. Like just that's Cop most movie, stories are about cops. Cop. It is. I I do wonder why we hold cops to such high regard here. Obviously not everybody, but the mainstream thought is, oh, 
he's a cop. He's a cop. He's a good person. He's innately a good person doing yeah. the right thing. He's a cop there in this part of, you know, how we look at social jobs. Cops are at the top, but I don't understand why there's this fear with cops here. And there isn't a fear with cops in a lot of it. There is worse fear in a lot of uh, countries. It, it, it's a, it, it, one word. It begins with G. Okay, give me the next word. Letter. Here's a symbol. Is it a gun? It is a gun. <laughs> yeah, Yay, it's a I it's win. a gun. Guns. But it, everybody can have a gun. Where? Well, in general, everybody. Right, but in Europe, I'm oh, saying yeah. that's the difference. Is they don't have guns. That's the the You're reason right, that don't. yeah, it's some the of them reason, do, but yeah, right, not but most like, of them don't. The reason you have to call for a gun in a lot of countries. Like the reason I went to the protest, right? And um I didn't have I my wallet I keep in my I always you guys know me, you know that I keep my wallet in my hoodies. Classic meal. And um I forgot to wear my hoodie. And your wallet hoodie. Yes. So I went to the protest with no ID. So I'm like, I already felt, it just felt like, ah, mm. like that's, I would probably would have stayed longer if I, oh, you guys know I would have stayed longer. Um, but so I'm driving home and I get on the 101 and there's like a fucking police checkpoint there, like fucking <gasps> no. five cop and they didn't stop me, but right. I literally, if I had my license, I would have been like, hey, why the fuck are you guys here? Right. But I didn't have my license. So, so I, I literally went like, was eh? like, I like gave him like a nod, like, oh, and then it, they, they have guns. That's the, that's the, the, that's their power is even if you have a gun, like Killer Mike was on Mars show and, and, um, he talked about having a how he's like I, me and my wife went to eat. We both have, he's like we both have AR fifteens on each side of our bed, and just like all right, um, and a, uh, and then he's like I have a I have a gun. I, we both have guns in the center console, and in case something and it's like a cop comes to the door. I got my money on the cop getting to his gun first if in a in a stop situation. Okay. Then Mike get you know what I mean, and I don't think Mike's getting into shootouts. Right, he's doing it for safety. Um, but but that so so I don't fucking have a so I don't when I deal with cops, all I think about is the gun. Yeah, the whole time is the gun. So it's it's like uh, somebody. It's basically you're negotiating with somebody. And the first thing they do is open their desk and put a gun on the table and be like, so can I talk right. to you about whatever? You're going to be disposed right. to kind of shade things in their direction. So it's the reason the NRA is so powerful because they have fucking guns. And and the only thing that they're scared of is the, you know, like the crowd yesterday that I was a massive part of. Um uh, and only left because I didn't have my ID and I went, didn't want to jeopardize solid. the other protesters. <laughs> um, but I promise you there's some, there's a gun person who's like, oh, I got a gun for that. Yeah. Like the a fucking turret gun. 
But that's the funny thing is that just a few weeks ago, and I, I'm sure you do too, but there's a few people I know that are very, I don't know, libertarian, uh-huh. police state. So when the white people were protesting against COVID and they weren't allowed to and the police were like, ah, da, 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 just trying to like deal with that situa- situation. Everyone, I mean, the amount of, it's not a lot on my feed, but the amount of posts, people are protesting, this is a police state, freedom, liberate. When I tell you all those people are quiet or have I mean, posted some, somebody, yeah. it's just like, you don't really Fahim mind posted a, a side-by-side side of people's Facebooks. Really? From two months ago versus like two days ago. And it's all like, we're locked up. And then it's, this is tyranny. And then uh, we need to get inside. <laughs> they can't stay this inside. Is, I talked to, I talked to a, a, a friend of the show and, and we were saying, we were talking about, we've talked about this before, which is like white people can't pretend anymore. Mm. They no. just can't pretend anymore. They can't pretend that this is a just society. They just, they have no more plausible deniability. They had, we had it for uh, 200 years. What was he wearing? Menacing you. Whistling. Whistling. Looking at her. What was, she, what, uh, you're inferior. If you worked harder, you're, you must have done something. Just all the, the litany of excuses is, is over because like I said a few months ago on here, either black people are inferior or the system is rigged. And now which they, one is it? And they can't and they say can't that they're, say inferior. they're inferior anymore. Because you've seen situations right. where you go Maud Arbery. Right. It's like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, that are this week's people. Or this this month's people. Right. None of them did anything wrong. None of them. But, uh, there's a letter that somebody in the letters. We do an email segment. Oh, um, cool. I call it letters. Apparently, wow. now because uh, I'm from I'm, I'm from a time. He's an old man, said, y'all. People would say <laughs> um People would say things like by hook or by crook. Um, Gone too far. The uh, the <laughs> they can't deny it anymore. This is a Me Too movement for white people. This is a race version of Me Too for white people. There's plenty of during. It kind of is mimicking the same thing. The amount of people like that, like that's not that big of a deal. I didn't know that was sexual harassment. Like now we can't hit on girls. You do a bit about right. that. Well, now how are we supposed to hit yeah. on women? It's just like getting the gunk out, getting yeah. the rot out. So, and then these all get addressed. I went. I talked to somebody recently who it's an older white older white couple mm-hmm. that I know from You do volunteer with older white couples <laughs> who go house to, after you clean up Inglewood, you you go uh, eat with an older white couple. <laughs> go ahead. Anyways, um I won't say how I know them, but they are learning. Not like, yay, they're learning. They are they they just were like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that bad. Come the words come out of the mouth. And they are the you know what it is? They're people who think they're really woke. 
They're not. They're not even. They're like more conservative. Right. No but they one think they get thinks it. that no. they're a piece of shit. Exactly. It's like at the, the it's the, the the Twain weekend. No one thinks they're villains right. at that fucking museum. Right. 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 No. It's like by the way, everyone, we're the villains. <laughs> it's all the us. mayor just spoke and gave him the key to the city. Like we're the villains. Right. Some. I mean, not whatever. It's no, it's no, but different thing. You but you know what I mean. Like. No one thinks they're the I I I do this podcast mostly to drive traffic to my Twitter, but it was another tweet that I had, which is white people. I I love Kendrick. In they say that in 2017, and then 2020 they go, I didn't know that racism is so bad. Right? What were you hearing, Kendrick? Damn, Kendrick's then a picture. Of Kendrick, damn. Good job. Good job. What were you hearing, white people? What were you? What did you think he was saying? I, that's what I don't follow. Like, this I am dope. I am black. Black and black. Like they just heard fun beats. Yes, let's do this. Like they heard a good time. Yeah, it's like his song "Swimming Pools," where it's about alcoholism, but all they heard was drink. Honestly, like that's a perfect example. If they really did, it's about fucking up it's about the scourge of alcohol and they heard like oh fuck a drink this is a drinking song, drinking song. Drink. yeah um, why would he tell us to drink if it wasn't so it's surprising me i'm learning how little white people knew how little white people acknowledged i guess and when there's if you ever have a reason well what about this well what about xyz and then there's thousands of examples that prove you wrong or you know whatever whatever provisions you think oh well maybe he was you know riding dirty maybe he didn't have his driver's license maybe he didn't have this maybe he was bl- any reason you could to defend that it wasn't racist because yes. white people really no, don't want it to be racist they really really don't because then they have to do something about it then they got to clean up Inglewood yeah honestly then if you admit there's a problem the next step is change. Right. And that's a fucking, that's a fucking, it's the worst. It's change. Sucks. Change is the worst, especially when you're on top. Oh yeah. Because it means losing a little power. Yes. And that's the, 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 I talked to a, we'll call him uh Dave C and, uh, and, Propel. and, uh, Dave C. And we, uh, listener, remain pr- prefer to be anonymous. We call him <laughs> Dave C. And it was a bleak conversation. And at the end of it, I said, "Well, man, just so you know, I, I tried. I was like, I just want you to know, I tried. I didn't. Did I sprint the whole time? No." Because I wanted to have fun. <laughs> I wanted to have a fun life. It's like Being you don't brat. I want it. That's the that's as a as a black adjacent white person. You, I don't want to be so fucking woke that I'm like a monk. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, like you don't want to be like like now I'm more like and you know, Father Neil, right? And I'm like, I'm just here to help the I'm like fucking I'm still a person who with with very real needs. <laughs> Uh, but I'm so, yeah, like I try, I genuinely try and do try and whatever, but it's, 
I guess I sacrificed. I don't know. I don't know if I've sacrificed anything. But I don't know if this is the conversation. What is Neil sacrificing in his life? You know what I mean? Because no matter how much you sacrifice, even if you become a racial monk. Yeah. It's never going to really change much. It's just going to... Um, it's just going to solve your accountability for the situation. You know, you can say at least I did something, but you know, this is, this problem has gone on long enough. That but it, if it just, everyone's a racial monk, the problem gets solved. But that's not, but also we need to talk realistically and that's not right. a realistic solution. So instead of piling on you for like the, you know, the degrees where you're wrong or haven't done enough, I right. just think the the conversation is much more, what can we, I, the fact that defund the police is actually that people are speaking about it just on the news. It seems realistic. It's completely realistic. It it's seems, not as far right back. this week. It seems more realistic than a minimum basic income. Oh yeah. That's, like it that's seems like, like a real, like <laughs> minimum basic income feels sort of still pie in the sky, but right. this is like, what, what are even are these cops? Right. Like when you what, start are, thinking what are you about doing? It, Wait, you, what are you doing? So you're going Why around you, on Oliver. They had the when the remember there was a sniper in Dallas shooting cops. Yeah, yes. And um and there the was black, a black chief spoke and said, like, you put too much on us. Mm, like yeah. you put drug instead of uh, uh uh rehab programs for drug people, you just go let the cops handle it. Let the let the corrections handle it. Instead of uh crime programs you, instead of like school programs right. or whatever there it's all on the cops yeah. it's all on the cops and it's not it's the fucking you can't solve much with a baton no but even when those dallas cops got killed and and obama went to dallas and gave a speech and he made a point where um during the protests you know how people like killed like five cops uh he made the speech where as yes there is he acknowledged he went into a lot of issues with police brutality and police in certain communities but then he was like we we go to police police have to end up being like father figures yeah. psycho psychiatrists they have to treat drug you know drug treatment facilities and we all divert everything to you know the police in that system and it doesn't it just now it's just like okay cool it's just like our healthcare system was all of the issues were exploited. Now our justice system, especially at the police level, is just like, yeah, no, we can't handle all of this. This is this is obviously not the right place. If someone is having a mental health issue and we send the cops and then that person yes, dies. That's we talked didn't we talk about it last week? We time talked we should... about most of the most of the people to in my mind who do um who kill cops are mentally ill. Yeah. Drunk or on drugs. By the way, I believe 50% of people who commit crimes that are caught are drunk or have alcohol in their system. Have some sort of substance yeah. in there. So that's just crime. That make, that's not killing cops. But doesn't that cops. make the most sense? Of course. It's like, why, the where, why are we is leaving? the biggest scourge in the history of the earth. I don't, I honestly believe that alcohol is worse than racism. I can't prove it. It's going to be hard to <laughs> start again, a new it's podcast, like a, please. It's a very no. hard. But I said it, and it, that means it must be true. Um, In my it's mind. It's true to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my truth. Uh, so they're all... Why? You can't solve... You can't... 
So little of police work requires force. So little. You know, Fucking a lot of cops. So are, little. Most cops actually have a majority of cops have never shot someone. Of course, but. I'm just saying we we do put these stereotypes on people, I, but I understand they have, you know, the energy behind them that's like, I could kill you if I want. And that almost serves like a weird thing. The gun is, the, the presence of the gun. The presence of the gun, like you were saying, like a negotiation with the gun yes. on the table. But, you know, I do believe that like most people, like it's it's just a smaller percentage of people who are even doing crimes or even out there being labeled like criminals. And like you're saying, if most people are on substances, I don't understand how we justify having so much police. It's such a huge part of people's budget. I didn't know there were just like billions of dollars going to It has to, to do. It, you're I not going to believe knew. this. You're not going to believe Tony this. Baker voice. It goes back to slavery. Yes, I, I know. That. Of course. Of course. And <laughs> it goes back to religion. What part? What? what Spare else? the rod, spoil the child. Mm. It's the it's you can't. It it's basically like speak softly and carry a big sp- stick. Like that's our foreign policy yeah. fucking mandate. Uh, like these are the icons of of uh, the that's the that's the direction. Like that's the mandate. So you don't get elected. It's it up until like. Two weeks ago, it was impossible to get elected on uh, yeah, on less defund incarcer- the police. Yeah, defund Can you the imagine? Po- defund the police, open up jails. That you, it was. It doesn't make people feel safer. No. You. The point was safer, tougher crimes, three strikes, fucking minimum, mandatory minimum. You're fucking throwing the right. You're at done. Them. Yeah. So you're done. Yes. So. But the thing is, the problem isn't as big. Like, we're so heavy-handed with the problem. It's one, it's, you can't, if every, if you walk around, I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, if you walk around with a hammer, everything looks like a nail. But they don't, that's all they're equipped for. Yeah. They don't, so you've, and they have to do all these other jobs. It should be a fucking it should be. Uh, they should send a social worker. They should you know, be saying deep the on the police. They should. Be, I mean, I know they shouldn't. They wouldn't. But if they really did look at what what they are burdened with. You know, they they would. They should want the help. But whenever you defund anybody, I mean, that's just like you, they automatically say you're taking food out of my children's mouth. But they're not. They're not. I, most of defunding the police means. Just looking at their budgets and going like the fuck what what why is there why why is the budget of the Minneapolis police one hundred and ninety three million dollars a year? Ours is what one billion one yeah, something one point something one point three billion in yeah. LAPD. It's funny because I started looking through the budget, and uh, because of COVID, we're I think to like two hundred fifty million dollars under mm-hmm. of our revenue that we yeah. would get so. They're trying to figure out, all right, where are we going to cut? They're furloughing city workers in L.A. for 26 days. I think, sorry, next month. And that's going to save the city $80 million. So, cool. That's one way we can save money, $80 million. Obviously, Eric Garcetti amended it, but they the police already negotiated their raises. Just 
the educational bonuses, which means if you have a degree, you get extra money, is $40 million just to be like, thanks for having yeah, a degree. for going to Cal State Northridge. <laughs> you dickhead. Um, that's half. and then yeah. Or no, but instead we're going to furlough all these people. That's why when they're like, hey, now we're, gonna, we're not going to give the increase to the police, the police are heated. Because they're, they're fucking, fucking babies. Yeah. They're like, who what? have a gun and they're like a baby did, what gun. did you not see my gun right. gun talk to him and the gun's <laughs> like i'm not this is a budget uh, this is a, a city government budget discussion right. like i don't fucking know uh they don't you, they never get said no to you know we should explain those and i mean i i read a lot about it but you watch john all everything let's like we should explain what defund and abolish means because a lot of people are confused they think there's a difference between defund and abolish right Defund is uh, stop th- letting them write their own check for shit they don't need and uh, and give money to prevention. Right. Give money. Why are we just put everything in the in the uh, filter? Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, and then you guys catch everything. Right. right, right. It's like, well, we could also put nutrients in the water instead of just like we got a great filter right. so fucking throw anything you need in there and the cops will get you <laughs> dump like, it yeah like fucking help be uh i have an old man phrase ready <laughs> do you a uh uh ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure <clears throat> who said that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. so you know it's british <laughs> um that so Will's looking up yeah, who I'm said like, it. Really? It's like a fucking <laughs> 700 years old. Who said it? Uh, who said that? Who said that? 1736. I thought Ben Franklin said it. Um, uh, that's back when they used ounces. Um, so they, it's, and then abolishing is like what Minneapolis wants to do, what, what Camden, New Jersey did, which is they dissolved the police force and then had them all reapply and have different uh it's like a different job somewhat right i'm sure they gave money to other departments education drug treatment uh and basic like community shit right and and then the job is not fucking the door breakers and just like what the fuck are you doing right and the over policing problem which is White people and black people use drugs equally, uh, statistically, and uh, and drug you know drug users do not lie. <laughs> um, so these are these stats are rock solid. Um, like these battering rams and fucking tanks and like who the fuck are you fighting? Who are you for going drugs up against? And shit. Uh, for are you against Manuel Noriega? Like who the fuck are you fighting with this shit? Honestly, like, it's insane. And so so that's so defunding and dissolving is just uh, her, the singer her. Or no, her? Maybe Who? not her. Who's the other her? Who? Her. Who? The other her huh? is SZA? SZA. Uh, who's, who's her, her? point? <laughs> <laughs> two point. Her is actually SZA 2.0. Right, she's a 2.0. Um, uh, they're joining a. They're <laughs> going to create a supergroup called uh, Sizherp. 
Stupid. We eat so many shrimp. Anyhow. Scissor. Um, go. So uh, she said that she somebody's like, ah, you're saying there's going to be. And she's like, they privatize ambulances all the time. Like, like Hasidic communities have privatized ambulance. They don't deal with the normal. Right. Like, it's doable. You just have, it's just a button at 911. That's all. Yeah. Like, so you can privatize what the fucking, you can privatize anything. Um. So, so it's doable. But I think the question of the it the 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 most basic question is what is a cop <laughs> is the it's martian time yeah it's martian time what what is cop and then what you go like ah, hold on martian let me think about that ah uh, well and then you and then you explain it, you go well that seems maybe we're overdoing this yeah <laughs> thank you martian <laughs> oh martian um my wife makes pie, Martian. Come by the house. No, it's 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 interesting that we are just now talking about this. Because when you go back and you, you really read about defund the police, abolish the police, all the years of police brutality, all the systemic racism. Because white people thought black people had it coming. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's weird that all you have to do, you can look at videos from uh, the 60s and it's still relevant. Everything is relevant still. When a problem is, when literature stays relevant for decades and decades and decades of a problem. Because not anything has changed. super disappointing. The clothing has changed. That's about, and some of the hairstyles. I didn't see as many conks <laughs> as you see in the 60s. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, that's shout out to John Mulaney. If you're listening, that joke is specifically for you because I'm sure you have know what a conk is and have <laughs> thought about it fairly extensively. Um, well, why don't I have a conk? Um, that's, that's Mulaney thinking. Oh, conks. you and Mulaney having conversation in your head. <laughs> um, uh, so the, yeah, that's the, it's another tweet that I had, which is white people like protests one way in documentaries about the 60s mm. that's the only way we like them bite-sized bits yeah. to be like but you know what is weird i've um you know i'm from a few cultures and i've been to a few places and this is the only country where you know there's almost a category of movies that are they they shoot to the top of box office that are specifically about white guilt like roots um color purple like we like in france i don't think a movie well, about their people, oppression would skyrocket to, there's a whole genre of basically like movies where white like where black people are completely oppressed but they're successful because that is the that is that's weird because bianca you Tell ready me. you're ready are you ready for this papi. because i just came <laughs> i had a sexual orgasm from you talking <laughs> spanish um White people think that's activism. Watching Awareness it. is activism. Well, like, let me, you know what? Let me self-flagellate for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and they better. Um, the, the, 
it's rock had a joke where he's like if if a if a civil rights if white people like a civil rights movie it's a bad movie <laughs> it, he's like if germans like a Sh- schindler schindler's list should not make germans feel at all good even a little bit shouldn't even entertain them right you don't get that germany you don't get fucking you should white people shouldn't well, Jimmy- and they're also so delusional. Rock had the joke about uh, about he threw away a lot of fucking good yeah, racism you jokes. You start recording he no, he did it. He did them on Saturday Night Live, but SNL clips, SNL monologues just don't travel as well as like stand up. Like his Brad Apples thing is doing well, and um, uh, but he had the thing where um. Uh, it was it was uh, Branch Ricky talking to to um, number forty two Jackie Robinson, and he's like, "They're gonna be racist out there, Jackie." And it's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm a black guy in the fifties. <laughs> I got spit on on the way to this meeting. Right? Like, who didn't even know I was a baseball player? I don't. You're not telling me anything. I don't know. And ro- another great rock point, and I gave him the best tag that. The best tag I've ever given that was not used. Are you ready, ladies okay. and gentlemen? The welcome. You've heard, so the joke was, uh, they said black people broke the color barrier. It's like no, white people stopped being crazy. <laughs> they didn't break. It wasn't like finally he broke through the. Right. Can- it wasn't that he was the first one that could have played in the major leagues. You stopped being crazy. Saying black people broke the color barrier. Be like saying Jewish people broke the Holocaust barrier right. in 1945. And he didn't do that fucking joke. That, He's I don't want to so say it, upset. piece of shit. <laughs> um, the, uh, guys, I hate to use the N-word on here, but I <laughs> swear, if anyone deserves it, don't it's that there. bum. What a bum for not using my tag. Um, it's... White people have to stop acting like this isn't crazy. It's been so crazy for so long. And uh, an anonymous listener was saying, he's like, they broke it. And I was like, you're using the wrong tense. It was broken. It was broken. I don't see that. I don't. It's. This will be better, but it's so broken. That's the thing is you realize it's so broken. It will take an unforeseen level of morality. For white people to do right. Because the as I discussed with the anonymous listener, I don't know why sometimes he is and sometimes he isn't. Sometimes he is. But. It's. Like reparations isn't enough. No. It, Reparations past- isn't enough. It's like, it would be like, it's like giving George Floyd's family a, a fucking insurance settlement. It's not enough. That's, it's a, it's a life insurance settlement for killing your whole history. The funny thing is, if, let's say in the 60s, they would have done reparations, they, like, you should have accepted, you should have done oh. it when you had the chance. Now it's like, fuck you. Fuck your reparations. What are you I, 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 I mean, I still think there should be reparations. Have to, but... they'll, they will, it will have to do. 
right? Like it will have to, there will have to be something. Right. Well, when we talked about it months and months ago, I was saying that I believe they should just do like a new Homestead Act. I don't know how that would look, but. I, by the way, somebody DM me and said something about racist using a sketch we did about the reparate when black the first yeah, day of reparations but like they're using it on like racist message boards and shit and, racist uh, people are not original at all like it's the well, weirdest thing fucking, like why would you take from 60 iqs like they're fucking i saw a patch that was like the original boys in the hood and it was like clan members i'm like why do you want to why would you just, yeah that's first of all okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what clan you know, Dude, i'm not yeah. even gonna waste it in my time <laughs> don't waste I'm it i'm not even dignified she's like you know, um, you're original in your racism thinking of another joke old joke that me and mike sure used to do tell me when we ride together i would say something and he goes i'm not gonna even dignify that with a response and i would go dignify it <laughs> <laughs> you dignify it right now it must be fun in the room with you two writing sure me and yeah. sure it was it was fun it was That's fun like a, for that. It was fun for shit like that, where I would be like, I'm a monster. I'm a bull in a china shop, and he's a china shop. When when you're writing with someone? Him, sure, in particular. He's fucking got a perfect score on his SATs, right, went right. to Harvard, President right, Lampert, like right. fucking <laughs> literally the only guy I've ever played Scrabble with or Words with Friends or one of those things. And he beat me so badly. I didn't even know half the word. I have a good vocabulary. I straight up didn't know half the words he used. <laughs> like, I'd never heard of them. <laughs> Where you're like, what the fuck? What language are you yeah. speaking? Sure. Like, I looked in the dictionary and they're like, this is not a good, good enough dictionary for that. Like, I knew it was, it was fucking, he's very intelligent. Does that so, intimidate you? No. Because um, I'm, a, I'm a bully. Anyhow, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, well, the, so you know how the Me Too movement was very eye-opening for some, very cathartic for others. Right. I would say the Me Too movement was, it was crocodile awareness. Slightly. But I do think, I feel like I started realizing like, oh, that's Oh, that even women were like, oh, right. Harassment? Oh. I thought that was Yeah, learning. I thought that was a, a team building exercise. <laughs> Huh. So uh, that was when I started realizing that there, that certain behaviors are not okay. Honestly, and I felt like, I'm like fuck, I've definitely sexually harassed people. Uh -huh. um, uh, I'm not gonna admit any of it, but no, things where I was like, okay, you know what? I never also looked at men that you know really looking at men's Me Too movements, like right. you know, hey, I didn't I think like the most important one, yeah. I know, girl. Um, I didn't realize that, like, hey, I could make a man feel uncomfortable. I'm just kind of assuming it's all good. And, like, right. it's a man. He wants it. Attention. Yeah. So I do think there was, like, whatever. But then there was that. Um, Somebody made the observation that every time Hugh Jackman takes a picture of the woman, she grabs his ass. Almost every actually time. Actually have? Or yeah. that's probably. Like, almost every time. Somebody who knows him. Just as an example, it's well, like it's weird because we feel I feel like women are so not a threat. So it's like, yeah, right. right. Threat, physical threat is different than a boundary cross. It's like exactly. And when you blur the line anyway. So but then there was that, you know, initial that fundamental backlash where it kind of gobbled up the wrong people. And it's like, ooh, me, too. Now we're kind of really running with this, you know, like calm the fuck down. Me, too. I'm wondering 
I don't think that will happen here for some reason. I think it's like torches and pitchforks. Like all the racist shit is coming out. Even people who are like posting black squares and saying all lives matter. Or, sorry, people posting black lives matter. People are then calling them out. Actually, two years ago, you blew up. Oh, no, yeah, I know. So I feel like there's far less sympathy for the, you know, the, 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 you know, the tides have shifted. Like, yeah. It's like, no, everyone's getting gobbled up. And I don't give a fuck because even if it was kind of racist or if it was just slightly ignorant or prejudiced or whatever, everyone's getting tarnished. You know what I mean? But I wonder what's going to. It's like the, you know, it's, fine uh, it's not fine it's not it's not right but it's okay like it's in the video it's it's yeah it's like it's not right but another thing i said in one of the videos is it's black people and a f- the woman with the with the braid said it also where he mentioned she mentioned trevor um and mm, yes and the where the, she was like we don't own anything yeah and also like you broke the covenant first Black people don't want vengeance. They're not fucking. And that's what anonymous listener Dave Z was saying. He's like, it's so the only thing that would be equitable is if we did to you what you did to us. And it, it we would never do that because we're fucking decent. There isn't a history of black people terrorizing and killing white people. There is just is not a I, history of course. Of that. There was a Farrakhan clip, clip, uh, clip I watched you know, as I start my days. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> Lily, I, I, that's the real I Louis used to he's follow, talking about. Me and, me and Malay <laughs> used to follow Farrakhan. Really? It's fucking, that guy's the greatest public speaker he who's ever lived. He is so fucking compelling. He's he really the lost greatest, the compelling the speaker. The funniest fucking thing ever. I at Dave screened his last special. And Ezra Edelman was there mm. and I was talking about Dave being one of the best public speakers ever. And I was like, it's Dave Farrakhan, some whatever. Um, uh, and Dave walked over and I go, I go, well, we're talking about great public speakers. And he goes, Farrakhan. And Ezra was like, do you guys plan this? I'm like, no, no. he's a fucking amazing, amazing speaker. And other than his anti-Semitism, he is right. He's yeah. right. So, um, so he was saying that the black people are not there. Don't black people do not have a history of killing white people. White people have a history of killing everybody, comma, uh, killing black people, comma, everybody. Right. (laughs) Like it's, it's, that's white history. And another thing that we I've said on here before is white people are afraid of black people because they see karma they think they know what we're doing whether it's consciously or not as much as they say hmm, i don't i didn't know i okay that uh, shout out to denial dude <laughs> shout out denial, to denial it's denial you've shown me new things this during this period of time i didn't realize how many white people were I, I couldn't, I, I'm starting to realize this is an important time for black people, but this is shaking up the white families that have young kids that are like, wait, they're realizing how racist their parents are. You know, there's a lot of realizing 
adults with kids realizing that the kids grandparents are racist or that they're no, who they're kids that are like you know kids are take to movements easier yeah. obviously right so they're uh, like, yeah. there was that little girl arguing with her dad well, that like, one no. too but a yeah. lot of people are just like i think that hit her with i like, teach down in the in the ghetto oh yeah wait that one what do you say it's like i'm in the ghetto with them yeah, yeah that was really funny actually but no i just think there's a huge i mean people are learning lessons every day and i think ones they didn't but the problem is now they don't know what to do because mm-hmm. they're not obviously not a lot of people are just obviously not going to march dude they don't know what i to don't do. know what to do do you know what i mean like i don't i literally was like should i teach full-time only black people no I, I and I don't mean teach. I mean like uh, filmmaking or whatever. I, I the things I can teach are so okay. not like valuable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You mean like like yeah like being it. I I yeah the, feels like the, you're teaching white people right now. So I was like, what do you mean teaching? Yeah. No. I, not. I don't mean teaching about race. I'm talking about <laughs> teaching like the shit I know, like movies and TV directing. And yeah. Like, should I just do that with the rest of my life? Uh, that if I were a truly moral person, I would. You know what I mean? Like uh, if I were truly moral, and that's me. That's a fucking guy who's done stuff along the way, and that black people profited from. Like you know what I mean? Like that have helped. That have actually helped black people. Now that's why. That's why I work with Dave to help black people. Um. What. It's the I used to do this joke and I thought they should actually do it. I used to, when I would go to Nick Games, I would go, they should just have a black people night. Cause there are there are the thirteen players. There's fifteen players, thirteen of them are black and two are white. And I'll I'm I mentioned that because I'm gonna come back to okay. um this is I'm teaching a, a Teach me. um <laughs> They sh- and then there's 80 black people watching, and then there's 140 black people working, and that's the and this is they're watching these black athletes and performing for no black people. It's mm-hmm. just there's just something. I'm not going to say it's like the Christians and the Lions, but there's just something so fucking gross about it. That's just like fucking like yuck. racist theater. Yeah, it's fucking like yuck. That's the the reason I mentioned the the um, the uh, the thirteen white the thirteen black players too white because I was explaining to a showbiz person calling me and saying uh, that you know I feel like some black some of my black coworkers get breaks that they don't deserve and I was like fucking eat it i go because we're i he's like well, what, uh, i was like the level of nepotism we're just soaking in mm. is so complete that if if you think that there's a a black co-worker who isn't pulling their weight pull the fucking weight for them and shut up and i was like do you know the level of i go why do you think there's two white NBA players on every team. It's like, why do you think that is, dude? And he's like, well, I just assume. Uh, I was like, because it's white people would be put off if there were no white people on the team. I've heard it from players. I've heard it from 
league officials. I fucking, it's like there's read articles about it. It's just true. And he's like, oh, I thought Mark Madsen was. You thought Mark Madsen and Brian Scalabrini were the best available players. Are you fucking out of your mind? Are you, but no, they don't. That's where I go. They, that's where the denial thing. The denial is, I mean. It's the way things are. It's like, well, that's just the way things are. And you don't, if you're incurious, which most people are, you don't ever question like, huh. Well, that's why I was watching, I was watching something about college, um, football and there's some wider states that don't allow uh students to transfer out of state because it keep i think it was like kansas mm-hmm. and if they like you're not allowed to bring in students from out of state to transfer to the basketball team because it would white out, it would black out the whole team and it yeah. keeps it it gives the white students an opportunity at least in college level to like make something of a basketball career because yeah. the moment they didn't, the moment I think it, I ended. bet that's over now. I it mean, ended. I bet that's been over but, because no yeah. recently over like in the past five years. Oh, and then everybody could come and the team looked black as night. Yeah. You know? And so it is this, but the, I mean, black people weren't allowed to play basketball for a long time. Professional. Well, they're right? not good at, um, look, we should end this podcast forever. Um, <laughs> look, <Y'all>. um, <laughs> Yeah, the 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 glory road and the fucking black to maintain opportunities wh- for white yes. people. Hold yeah, down yes. the good. Like the amount of fucking there are like comedian there were a lot of 80s comedians who were not very good and the reason they made it is cuz they were they were I'm not going to say cuz they were Jewish but cuz they were white. Right. They didn't fucking there was no a mediocre black comic, it's the thing, another post that, which is, as Rock always yells, I'll, racism will be over when black people can be as mediocre as white people and and have good lives. Yeah. You have to be freakishly talented in order to succeed as at, in a white world. But even when you're freakishly talented, there's so much more control. Like, someone made the point, I was watching a sports documentary, that the NCAA, mm-hmm. NCAA. If the talent, if the students were mostly white, they probably wouldn't have the um, amateurism. The amateurism. To call it anything but racist, when golfers, uh, uh, tennis players, there's no minimum. There's no um, minimum age. There's no minimum age for the PGA Tour. There's no minimum age for tennis. There's no minimum age for gymnastics. There's no. There's it's fucking racism. Yeah. It is racism. And smart Blake, our good friend, uh, the system's so corrupt. I remember uh, 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 Draymond Green, blackest name ever, um, according to Dave. <laughs> Draymond Green. Um, uh, his middle name is like, someone wrote a tweet, like his middle name's like even blacker than his, uh, hold on. It's like Cecil or something. What is it? Jamal. Beautiful. Cecil. <laughs> um, so. Uh, racist. Um, racist thinking of a black name. Um, gave money to the University of Michigan State. It's like, you fucking. Fucking idiot. What is it? Stockholm Don't syndrome? Give, yes. It's exactly what it is. Blake <laughs> gave money to the University of Oklahoma. Like, it's, what, it's just Stockholm syndrome. And then you don't want to. 
you don't want to be one of the guys who didn't give money and then you're right, <laughs> da, right, da, right. Da, 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 and i get to use their gym when i'm back there it's like go to fucking gold go to the local golds or donate to a black college yeah Jesus well Christ. that's a great thing that's been happening a little bit is five-star high school recruits are going to historically black colleges now. great it's great fellas fantastic great. good do that beautiful Beautiful. Do that. Especially because they represent such a, like, they literally represent when black, smart black people could not go to college. Mm -hmm. So you go to the racist college. I get it. You know, I get it. Not it's not going to the racist college. It's just, they just make more money at the. At no, if I Kentucky. know why. But it, I just mean, like, how funny that, like, there are people have built black roads to success. People have built black access to certain things. But the white one is just. More revered, more money, more regard. Yeah. I'd rather go there. Than more television, there. more everything. Yeah. More eyeballs, more recruiters, more NBA scouts, more. It's on It's on the track. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, I mean, we barely I mean, we barely talked about anything. I know. Uh, I'm we like, should we, get, let's, should we try to give him a, a palate cleanser of. Um, what's, yeah, we have a ton of letters. Okay. Well, how you feel, Neil? about lady g real quick yeah lady g uh basically an adult film star uh tweeted out that a there is a there is a um, like a homophobic republican senator that basically like courts a lot of trump's talking points and is his butt boy uh is actually a closeted homosexual that uh has bought i don't know what is it solicited mm -hmm. um every every uh like male escort in dc that he knows of or whatever the city that he lives in and people started figuring out well who is it and he's like the the um the initials are lg and the only congressman the only senator that has the initials lg is lindsey graham mm -hmm. and then he was saying that this person makes everybody call them Lady G. Mm -hmm. And every single escort he knows in the area, like, he just solicits everybody. It's, a, it's an open secret. Yeah. And so everyone's just like, I know it's a rumor, but the fact that he wanted to amend the Constitution to ban gay marriage, I don't know. I don't know if it's real. I mean, we don't know if it's real, right? He, but there's of something course about, it's real. <laughs> of course it's I real. I mean... <laughs> Of course, you don't get multiple prostitution allegations, right? Unless you go to prostitution. it's impossible, right? It's impossible, right? It's just it's not, not. Some they wouldn't weird even think they wouldn't go him for some reason. Him, there's six hundred and fifty representatives. Him, right. they all want half of them want to overturn gay marriage. Like, right? Um, He's not the only homophobic one, or yeah, you know. like. Uh, I just the hypocrisy is so it's yeah it's it's just another one of those it, with homophobia it's it just became legal I get it, it, we I've we've had this discussion right, right. it's very hard for a, a gay man to come out and clearly he's from the south congressman he ain't winning again if he comes out as gay <laughs> no fucking like, way it's impossible and he doesn't have a place to go because all the gays is like dude you just shitted on us for the last however long you've been in office 
So I just, anyways, I just think it's funny. The hypocrisy is. It's glaring. How you feel, Neil? Uh, oh, this is what I was going to say. Uh, I can already feel the white overcompensation coming. The, like, a lot of white people. Black people, for the next year or so, you're going to be getting a lot of deep eye contact from white people. <laughs> looking you deep in the eye. And think about all the things you're going through. And yes, I'm learning. Teach me. <laughs> a lot of my black friends have gotten texts from their white friends asking how they are and are they okay and i know this is nice i'm not judging it but something about it i'm just like please no one ask me if i'm okay i don't know i know it's kind of like ugh, i cheesy. know ugh. i know it's did you see they wore kente cloth today on the Nancy i Pelosi? love that and did you see when they washed the black people's feet now that i'm like did they actually do that yeah, it's a type of um, kind of religious. You're right, but ritual. who did it? Uh, I don't know. It was like the police. The police in Minneapolis, I think, and some other churchgoers washed the feet of all these black people. And I was like, "We made it, y'all." They were washing the feet. Uh, that's not yeah, a Roy, good way to. Roy Wood tweeted something about like, "Oh, you're wa- you're gonna wear kente cloth? Okay, I see your kente cloth." And I raise it foot washing. Is it? What if we started the podcast with you in like a like daishiki? Yeah. I'm just like, I need you to wear a kente just cloth. Just don't murder us. How about that? Oh, not a wear great kente cloth? search. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, it's um, fine. And no kente So, okay. Let me get this straight. I think it's going to be very weird. The people getting called out though, who are like, the per, what is it performative activism uh-huh. um when they're getting called out it is so entertaining yeah it's so entertaining. uh the demi lovato wait no no it was no Leah Leah michelle. michelle that was funny she i just wrote like something an under it. yeah i wrote something under it which is um if you think this is bad she once told me good job after a stand-up set <laughs> so i stand so with you i i, I just want you to know my heart got mm, deep eye contact. The funny thing is the protests happening around the world and I'm in places like Europe, I'm like, you got a different problem because it's kind of what Trevor says. In Europe, they kind of admit, at least like in France. Yeah. I mean, tell that to the Algerians and tell that to the, the no, no, people they that admit, can't afford to live in Paris. No, yeah. they admit that they're less than white priests. Oh, that they, yes. That they're like, oh, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, no, yeah, we're yeah. better than you. We're better than you. Yeah. That's a harder here we're just lying. No, no, we're equal, like the point you've made a few times. Whereas in France, it's like we're better than you. Duh. We yeah. Zuta Lords. <laughs> so wait, can I tell you the funniest thing really yeah. quick? When I on went the podcast the, or off? On the podcast. Okay. I went to the protest at City Hall and <laughs> some of these protest leaders are hilarious. And the one at City Hall. I, he was an older gentleman, older black gentleman, and he, I think you could tell he'd been protesting since the 60s because the whole time I was like, yo, someone get this OG, someone get their uncle. He was like, now we're all niggas. And, you know, you're a nigga, I'm a nigga, we all niggas. And everyone was like, oh, like there's so many white people, they were so uncomfortable. And so a few people came up to the mic to speak. And every time it wasn't a white person, he's like, now this next nigga lover is about to tell us some kind words. And I was like, yo, 
I the fact that he kept calling everyone that wanted to say something who wasn't black a nigger lover yeah. was, and when he was trying to think, he's like, "Look at here now, the niggas." I was like, "March, we need to march. We need yeah. music." Just like, like you don't have take yeah. the bullhorn, someone. So it's a free for all, but it was really fun. Nobody. Yeah, it's a free for all is right. It's like uh it's not a huge direction. Can't claw. No one there is no I'm other su- than Truth and Reconciliation Committee. I'm surprised there actually has been this much. I do think it's like the movement is globally, but you really have to act locally because there isn't like one person. There isn't someone leading the movement. There isn't a guide. We no. don't have like we don't have to choose between Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Mm. We really have no one. Yeah. Except our own outrage. So well, it's not even our. It's just it's like, what would be helpful? <laughs> right? Huh? They uh, people don't know. It's what do you do? Yeah. What do you get for the person who's been oppressed for four hundred years <laughs> at the hands of your you and your your ancestors? What do you What do you get for the man who has nothing? <laughs> like, what do you just get? believe them? Yeah. What do you? What should we? What do you need? What do you want? <laughs> It's like, what do you want? The question is, the answer is so massive right. that it's not even. Not one person. Because the thing is, if there was one person, he's going to be a sellout to somebody. Well, that's, again, speaks to the thing of who should do it. And it's like, right. somebody put Killer Mike out there, which I don't think would be bad at all. Yeah. Um, and, and. That and and Michelle Alexander and you know, like mm. there's a good there's a good there's a good crew going yeah I'm I forget every time it comes up but um I know I was watching CNN it's like and now we have a local Houston rapper Bun B Bun B <laughs> Bumbud Bun Bun <laughs> um all right let me look. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, I my printer's broken, everybody. So that's why we're um, reading off. Our no, phones. we're not reading For it. We're going to do audio. We have all right. We have some audio and video. Sorry, we're checking emails. <laughs> it's time to check that email. <laughs> You've got mail. Hi, Neil. Hi, Bianca. I'm sheltering in place while I'm getting a divorce. And I, I exercise, I work out a lot. And I usually just wear a sports bra with like shorts. And my ex husband brought it to my attention that it's an issue because um, he said, your, your body looks great, but I don't want to have to think about it. And if I really respected his feelings, that I would put on a shirt. So my reaction was kind of like, ugh, no. But, you know, since we are living together and it's an unusual situation, am I being insensitive to him in some way? Nah, no. No. I don't, it's like, like, that guy. well, you should have taken better care of the titties. Yeah. Should have fucking worked on it. Yeah. Hard, I or don't know, maybe she maybe, didn't, maybe, maybe she whatever. 
but like that move out. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like that's weirdly controlling. You're making me horny. You know who he sounds like? A cop. He does. For you to come in here <laughs> with your with that sports bra, <laughs> you're putting limitations on me. And you're wrong. Cause that's, you can't what? He's like the type of guy if someone got a woman got assaulted, it's like, well, what was she wearing? No, of course. It and but it's just self-pitying. They're like, what about me? But making it her problem. Yeah. It's fucking wear weird. a sweater. Wear a workout sweater. Um Ugh, Yeah, I that's not that's annoyed. that's a great question, and that's yeah, not your fault. Miss. Goodbye. <laughs> Keep running. You've got mail. Hi, Neil and Bianca. Neil, last week you talked about how there are some things that no matter how hard you work at it, if you don't have an innate talent for it, you're just not going to succeed. And I understand that sometimes that's the case for things. But one thing you didn't mention at all was how important it is to learn how to learn something. I'm a musician, and probably the most important lesson I learned in music school was how to learn, how to grow at something efficiently. And I know that applies to all disciplines. So, Neil, I'm curious, as you were learning how to do stand-up in that 10 years before you started to become recognized as a, you know, one of the best, which I think you are, um, what insights did you gain into the growth process and how to actually get better at something? Uh, also, by the way, I sent in the Trouble in the Winter Circle segment and that uh, mystery chord at the end, if you're curious, it's a minor major seven Not chord. Not curious. Turn them off. added nine. <laughs> um, Dork. <laughs> Just joking. Love you. You fucking come on this podcast. Um, the, yes, it is. Learning is important. Uh, but if you are not that good it doesn't fucking matter i mean i i'm not saying that talent does means you don't have to work hard i think that's obvious that you still have to work hard i know people that don't but and are still yeah. i mean or what dave would say is not hard work is it's still uh it's not work like writing a sketch which he used to refer to as like homework right um spacing out and just fucking coming up with shit is not <laughs> that's not work but so uh, we were talking about in that episode we were talking about how the master class you think is sometimes or you, a friend of yours thinks is almost like a jip to people yeah. because or oops fucked yeah, up yeah. to say um because they're never going to be a master at this you can't learn what they know right. from a you know so yeah do you think it's just particular industries or because uh, I feel like you I can improve like on your innate writing talent? Yeah. Yes, you can. But here's a here's a somebody one time asked Chris asked me one time about somebody and I was like, yeah, that guy's fucking really smart. He went to this college and that college and he goes, I didn't say what kind of computer does he have? <laughs> what kind of engine does like? It right. doesn't matter if you have a uh, uh, Einstein wouldn't wasn't funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. You can be Usain Bolt's not that good a writer. Like there, it doesn't mean like oh he just worked. It's he just has 
Usain Bolt has fucking great legs and structure and yeah. Einstein's got good synapses and then a proclivity for that type of thinking. Comedy or music or whatever, you have to have a proclivity. And then if you work hard. Yeah, you can like hone You can really yeah. do great. But I have a sign that I'm looking at right now that says you have to over prepare for everything. Your talent is talent and hard work. So I feel like you live by that, though. You over prepare. I have to. You don't want to wing it. No. There are some people who can wing it, though. They're not. I mean, this is where I go where people are like, oh, did you see that movie? They I heard they improvise a lot. I was like, you know, who didn't improvise at all. Uh, Shakespeare. You know, who doesn't improvise at all in his movies and his movies are great. Woody Allen. Fucking hilarious. Right. You write it. Well, you don't have to improvise. Uh, I took a college, a class in college about, <clears throat> it was like a history of science class and the professor wrote the book and he actually, he was really deep into it. So he took all the different science professions. So like astronomy, physics, everything, chemistry, blah, blah, blah. And he, all, like a part of the book, he made a chart at what ages each of the most influential people in that, in that subject peaked mm-hmm. and like when it's physics it's like all really early and then when it's like astronomy it was like older it was just it's interesting how like even though you can be oh uh, like like how when they're influential breakthrough when these kind of yeah. projects they actually do have your brain does kind of have a window when it can be fantastic too at certain things it, that was interesting to know but i do think there's always room for improvement I don't know if everybody's going to be a master at everything, but you're in the writing directing world. I mean, mm-hmm. how many are there many successful writers or directors that you don't think have tons of talent? No. I mean everybody you like it sounds yeah, like Chris everybody Nolan, checks out. Tarantino, Spike Lee, um uh fucking who am I forgetting? Uh, Noah Baumbach. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, so the Cohen brothers. Just the, the, so you just have to have a foundation. Really, though. really talented. Movies are different because they're expensive. So they're expensive oh, to yeah, make. So like, you're not, you don't get many at-bats. <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> uh, exhibit A. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, they're not. You, you can't. There are people in comedy that are just hard workers, and they and they are good at posting their videos, and they're good at the and uh, Rock doesn't send thank you notes, right? You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not. Uh. Uh. uh hey, I good. just wanted to. He's not. You know, Dave's not good with like follow up and he really like fucking there's like the administrative part that it can get you from a c to a b minus but <laughs> that's not worth it yeah it's like it's worth it you it's the difference between not making a living and making a living at the very bottom sure. but at the top uh you know ellen's fucking funny as a person, as she was just born funny. fucking funny. Just her pitch, her tone. Her, she's just funny. Dave's just funny. Chris is just funny. Chris but told me would... something that he thought of that I'm like not going to say out loud because it's so, 
uh, and I go, when did you think that? And he goes, third grade. Like, you can't. Yeah. Because we were talking about that book about talent, and he, he, me and Rob were talking about it. And uh, and I was like, yeah, but you, it's it's not it's not a matter of, it's just, why should, why should my life and his life be better than someone with mild comedy talent? Like, I'm kind of talking about communism or socialism, but yeah. But if we're now we're getting toward a more just society, uh, you know what I mean? Well, like, with comedy, if we're going to talk about comedy, one, I don't think you could teach someone to be funny. I think humor is just an innate thing. You can, you know, refine it, but there are comics that get maybe more success over others that aren't as funny as maybe. Oh, uh, well, then you know, it's just, yes, it's. Then you're into looks. You're into a bunch other of factors other factors being taken. There's other factors it. beyond just talent. And his question, which we didn't even really answer, which is, do you learn how to learn? Yeah, I don't know what that looked like other than just diligence. I don't know, like, Neil, learn. Now, they said, bah, that there's no, the inputs are sort of vague with right. comedy. I mean, yeah, with comedy, it's hard. But we did talk about, like, months ago, how failure, failure like can lead to more success than just not like learning how to fail is important. Mm -hmm. So I guess there is something, but I don't know. I don't, I hate that. You know what it is? The reason why I'm fighting is I don't like saying like, now you're just kind of born with it. or you're Yeah, not. I don't, I, it doesn't that, need to it be. Sounds uh, it sounds shitty. Yes. It's like, but I don't know. I don't, some people are tall and some people are not. I don't, that's the thing. It's like LeBron James is physically yeah, no, statistically an anom I mean what the Blake or fucking you see Blake and your yeah, first thought is like what <laughs> like what what he's like a GMO he's, human like, I don't know if I said this the only time I've seen Keith back up is when he saw Blake in a parking lot and was like what Keith is he literally was like backed away from him like what the fuck is this? That's so um, funny. <laughs> so now he gets shots up every day, and he exercises every day, and he like right, and he does. He did work with a shit, like he rebuilt a shot. There's a ton of things you can do, right. but it, you know, Gotta some announcer, some most athletes are not good announcers. Charles Barkley is, yeah, but most of them are decent, most passable. Of them you don't want to talk to, yeah. Them. Most of them are passable. They're just okay. Like if they were as good at, at basketball as they are at broadcasting, they would not have played basketball. They wouldn't have made the NBA. <laughs> right. So yeah, of course you can learn how to you can learn how to do it. But when it comes to something like music or music, you can either fucking shred or you yeah. can't. Right. <laughs> With guitar. It's like you can either fucking shred or me and Levine were talking about shredding. Rhythm guitar versus just fucking, yeah, like that's yeah, like you can either do it or you can't. I don't know. It's just you either have it in you or yeah. you're not. I don't think Jimi Hendrix was the. I don't. He didn't go to music school, and I don't. You know, did he? <laughs> I think he just probably was a. a my idea is, I think he was just weird and played. He guitar. played in different bands, right? But I think he just practiced probably by himself in bed. 
I don't know. Or I'm on not going to get couch, that. <laughs> or maybe the floor. You never know. Jimmy would sit anywhere, guys. Hi, I'm Neil <laughs> he Brennan. He was in bed. Um, now, have you got that? Chappelle's read more books about comedy than anyone I've ever met. Actually written them? Read. Oh, read, yes. Like he, I remember 1992 or three, I had a book about comedy. and was like, oh yeah, I read that. He like had read, you know. One time I asked him, I was like, do you ever, not, not nervous, but you know, I used to play soccer. So at, even before the game started, mm-hmm. you just get these like, yeah. and then when you get on there, you're like, yeah, yeah, I know how to do this. And he's like, Banaka. He's like, I've been doing this for so long. Before he's like, before I even popped when I was a kid, he was just like, I did so many hours starting yeah. at like 13, 14 that like there's just no way. That yeah. He said, there I is a thing I've seen in myself in the last year where because I'm like, am I getting funnier? May I feel like I'm I think better at it. I think you're better, but but that's I think because, I'm better at it, but I don't think I'm funnier. But that kind of speaks to what you're saying. You're kind of born with it. So yes. what is funnier? You're as funny as you are. Right. You're probably this funny when you were young. Yeah. So what is funnier? Like it, you're kind of just born with your talent. You're just maybe getting better at expressing them. You just it's pa- part of its pattern recognition of right. just like I can go. If I'm just group, if I'm texting with Trayvon and Roy and just, just like, like rat, 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 like I can just come up with the right better than I've been able to in the past. Not like I was bad, but I just can tell like ah, I'm a little bit bad. Even the Twain thing. I wasn't. I'm like, could I have done that five years ago? I don't know. Like, I don't. It's almost like a. Mm. That he was a, I was a different guy or something, but right. I wasn't that different. I don't fucking know. Right. Or maybe I could have, I don't know. Or I could, I've not written those jokes or I don't, I, it's also a mystery. Like Ian Edwards one time said, we we're talking about something and he's like, yeah, comedy sometimes won't give you that. Mm. Like we were talking right. about like an ability. It's like, yeah, you got comedy gave you that sooner than it gives most people. Right, and I don't even remember what he was talking, about, but I know exactly what he's talking about. Of where course, where if you like the Jordan documentary, Bobby Knight before Jordan had played a professional game said he's the best basketball player I've ever seen. Mm. Within interim room's like, what are you talking about? And it's like he just had all the sh- he just was given yeah. the full package, and then he developed a fadeaway. You know what I mean? Then he like developed a fadeaway. He developed some things and worked out. We accept it though in sports. We accept that you're born better. Yeah. We completely just, yeah, he's better. We are not like, I can try too. It's well, like, there's no, that's what is great about sports is it's fair. Is it's like, it's literal. Who's the best? It's just literal. Yeah. Like, can you drip? That's why can you love you it Can you not so much. double dribble? Can you get the ball in the hoop? Without picking it up and running. Like, it's just very, like, I feel like it's soothing literal. to you because it's fair. It's the best. It's, it's the there's greatest. rules. Everybody yes. abides by the yes. same rules. That's why people hate bad refs so much. Yeah, because it's Cause like, it's, you're fucking the whole system yeah, up. Yeah, like, oh, which was a fair thing. Dave's <laughs> observation about sports is it's also the only place adults can yell. Right, legally. Which is like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's also true. Good one for once. Um, goodbye, Lily. Uh, Will.
You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, love the show. Um, especially love the Doc Watch segment. Um, I found a Reddit thread recently um, where people have listed all of the documentaries that you've recommended watching, which has been a really great resource. Um, I just wanted to ask if you had any um, overarching documentary recommendations that may have shaped your worldview or you consider essential viewing for anybody. Um, I'm a big proponent for the fact that the Murdoch Media um, enterprise uh, has done real damage to uh, society and people's views on the world, especially Fox News. I watched a documentary called Outfoxed in my teen years, which um, really opened my eyes to just how manipulative um, Murdoch media is and um, how much it changes the discourse around the world. Anyway, do you have any uh, documentaries that you would recommend uh, that people see? Um, maybe keep the vegan stuff to yourself because that shit is fuck delicious. <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much fuck and you, um, love the show. like, have ass, a good night. Clown ass motherfucker. <laughs> well, tell me about your guitar chords, you fucking clown. That's the other guy. Um, you know, Bianca, it's funny. You know, I like to young mentor the young, yes. the young blacks. Yes. Uh, I think nine years ago, I made a list for Blake and Gerard of good documentaries to watch. Blake who? Big, big animal, Blake. Big yellow. Yeah. Uh, the big monster. Wait, how you've known him for nine years? I've known him for yeah, known him for nine. I'm no almost ten. Where'd you meet him? It Has was he been SB famous shoot. for nine years? Yeah, he was an SB shoot. Um, when Seth hosted, which I believe was 2011. Um, did you know him when he was a Clipper? I didn't know him at all. I didn't know him. I bear. I knew he won the dunk contest, but I that was I kind of didn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't pay that much attention to the Clippers, and then we hit it off on the shoot. And um, cute. Yeah. It was so you made them a list. But I made the two. I made them a list. Okay. That I should just put out. What's the list? Uh, is I it don't about have what? it on. No, me, no. What is it about? Literally, just all documentaries. The most influential documentary you've shown me is the house I the house, the house I, I live in. in. Now, I was gonna de I was gonna text Lisa Nishimura, who's in charge of documentaries at Netflix, and say, "Put the house I live in up because it's not." We saw it. it. I know, but it's off there now. Oh yeah, they it's take not shit on any. You can't really find it. It's the best. It was amazing. It changed. It's called the my house I world. live in. Changed my entire view of it's the world. It's the best. Directed by Andrew Jarecki, who also directed Jinx, and he directed Why We Fight, uh, which is also very good. Yeah. House I Live In is about class. It's about the war on drugs, chiefly, but it's about race. Uh, it's about class. It's about it's about everything. It's like in the way that the OJ documentary is about everything. It is damn near four hours long. So break Free it up. And change. Break it up. But I can't be. I, I and this was I don't know maybe eight years ago. I can't believe. I can't believe how impactful that was to me to see just like white people being afraid of their power taken away and then making legislation against yeah. people. Oh, there's another problem. Another minority group is gaining a little power, a little traction. What's that Spanish? Guess what's illegal? Weed. Right. Oh, you're Asian? going to jail. Not Spanish, Mexican, actually. Mexican. But um, yeah, it just was so when you, when I they gave I, cocaine to black 
maybe slaves right on the docks then they the cocaine started <laughs> the cocaine made them berserk and fuck white women they ne- then the cops needed higher caliber bullets for their guns spoiler alert neil damn <laughs> um but yeah it was it honestly if you want to understand the funny thing is Still holds up right today. If I mean, that's why I was going to text Nisha Murrah because it's like, dude, put it, put it up. Like, this on. is the one. This the, is it. The fact that uh, Netflix isn't doing a like Black Lives Matter. I think they are. Most most of the Hulu Netflix. I haven't been on Netflix this week, but, but the Spotify playlist. Sometimes I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody listens to that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, Indie R A. Black brown skin. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, it's the house, the house I live in is the granddaddy. Granddaddy. Then there's the Adam. I'll, I'll, there's a the house I live in is just find it down whatever pay for it if you have to. Um, it's worth it. It's on yeah. It's on what? Tubi. Tubi. I've never heard of it. I have um, seen it. Uh, well, I haven't, and I'm <laughs> okay. your co-host. Um, uh, <laughs> Adam Curtis documentaries. <laughs> that guy sounds Australian, so I'm sure he's watched Adam Curtis, big BBC guy. Uh, his are not about race. His are about sociology. Um, uh, Century of the Self. Um, hypernormalization. Uh, Power of Nightmares. Amazing, hilariously funny, great documentary. Um, start with that. And, then, and also, and Naomi, I read Naomi Klein's book, No Logo, like around 98 99 when i read amusing us amusing ourselves to death and no logo is about branding and offshore fucking manufacturing and the good news is about about algorithms is if you buy the book it'll then say people also bought this book and then you can just go down a rabbit hole a rabbit hole yeah just like like, oh 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 and same with you know what I got a subscription to? Um, Criterion. 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 They have an online thing now. And it's like eight bucks a month or something. But it's really? documentaries. It's fucking great. You know what I do? I like because I try to watch like a movie every night mm-hmm. and I go on Criterion. I try to make a movie every night, y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. It's oh, different. Shit. over. I guess I guess it just hit different. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so I. um I go on Criterion Collection and then I just go watch it on Canopy. There's a lot of it's on Canopy. Yeah. I couldn't, I can't find my library card. Just get a digital one. It's online. Just, it literally takes you three minutes. You just get a digital library card and then you can go to Canopy. Okay. I couldn't. I'm going to send you the link. I did. I got one. And then remember the when link. I talked about it on here, I got a library card. Oh, yeah. You were like, dumb purchase. It. I got a library card and then we yeah. moved on. I'm like, but doing. Um, I'll put up my list. I, yeah, there's also a thing called Letterboxd. Um, it's a website mm, um, that's kind of lists of great movies. Oh yay! Social um, film discovery. And, and um, Jimmy Carr sent me a list from here, which is the hundred greatest documentaries ever, which I might have sent you. I hadn't heard yeah, of a lot of them. Huh? I honestly hadn't heard of them. I hadn't heard of. I think it's a a British website. But the nice thing about documentaries is there's an unlimited amount of good ones. Maybe not mind-blowing. When you get... Yes. It has to be really bad to be bad. 
Right, because it's like, it's information. It's like, cool, I can, I'll take it. Take the info. Yeah. Um. So I'll put my list up. Sorry. Is there, do we have a website? <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, damn it. Will, is there more audio or video? You've got mail. Hi, Neil. My name is Kayla Norman, and I recently emailed you with screenshots of an encounter that I had with this white YouTuber who basically posted pictures of herself with black people from her past saying that she stood with them and put it on her story. And so I confronted her, telling her that that was wrong to use black people as pop props for her personal gain and instead of just listening to me she decided to clap back at me and tell her tell me that she had black cousins and understood the struggle and that I was her only hate comment on that post so I think it's something that you could talk about on your podcast about why using black people as props is wrong and how there's so many other things you can do than just post yourself with black people during this time thanks bye bye white people are confused (laughs) I told um I told Trayvon and Roy um that white people right now are flailing uh like uh a dizzy little Mexican in front of a pinata. Wow. I brought the Mexicans down to to make fun of white people. Um uh they're flailing little. I it's a kid. It's a ten year old. A dizzy little Mexican, much funnier than a dizzy what. Mexican, because then it's <laughs> Dude, an adult. Dude, a dizzy Mexican's so funny. Dizzy Mexican's funny, but dizzy little Mexican <laughs> makes it's, it. It's better. It's better. Funnier and fun, more fun. He's right. a kid. In pinata, now you know why he's dizzy. Dizzy because they little. spun him around. Because a dizzy Mexican's like dizzy Mexican. Like, hey, 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 but hey. but a dizzy little Mexican. What am I? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, white people are confused, lady. But I. I got accused without getting too specific uh, of of uh, using uh, black proximity as a marketing tool. You're and, so funny. How and, you're redoing uh, this? I love it. And I, you know, I, I, it's possible. Yes, that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just I would say be patient with white people. And and because they're all gonna change. I mean, obviously, call out the bullshit ones. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you called her out. But but dumb white people are just gonna deny it. They're gonna be like, no. Well, the funny thing is now there's this huge trend of uh, influencers, kind of fashion modeling. Mm-hmm. They're having their crisis just like started yesterday. They mm-hmm. have a different start time than us because. Everyone gets on the trend. That's a very like yeah. trendy industry. Yeah. So it's like black squares, meh. And now you have all these, all these activists that I mean, at the marches you'll see them. They're like Black Lives Matter, and then they'll like get in a car and leave. Yeah, yeah. They just want to the shit out of those. Yeah. I saw one happening, and every it was weird because she definitely didn't. Those look like motherfuckers she'd should wear helmets because they should be beaten a whole, by protesters. People were like, "That's not." what this is for and then another person's like enjoy the enjoy the movement you bitch and she was holding his black lives matter in like a gorgeous gown and they were like oh my god it ended up on diet prada and i was like i literally took diet prada what is that oh it's a okay so check out diet prada it's an instagram account that all they do is basically call out and they've been doing this for years they're they're og they bought the mixtape as well they call out the um 
fashion and modeling industry for either like ripping off old designers or racism, sexism, yep. homophobia, and they're going. It's fantastic, but they'll show um, influencers and then like them like wrapping up their posters and like going, just taking the photo essentially. Uh -huh. It's so, I think we're going to have to understand this is going to happen. Just like a, yeah. fundament, a fundamentalist yeah. view of everything. Yep. You're going to have people who are like, well, everyone else is doing it. You can almost, I mean, when I post something on Instagram, I want to do this some, I don't know how to do it, What? but it's almost like a, like a magic trick where I can post something on Instagram and I can already tell you what the responses are going to be. Yeah. You just know yeah. how people are going to die. You just know like people's moves are, and it's not even, they don't know that they're doing it. No, but they just, you can predict what's going to happen. Yeah. You just know people do the thing they're going to do. Bianca, you know how black lives matter? Uh -huh. Well, White likes matter as well. <laughs> maybe even more. And I think maybe even more than black lives. Okay, it's fine. Old Caribbean lady. It is fine. <laughs> My hip. My hip really hurts. You, you want to get your rubber band out? <laughs> um, Goodbye. Uh, wait. Hey, well, let me, let, let's save some of these. Let me read some. Read. Um, read You've got mail. Hello, Neil and Bink. Uh, I wanted to write to you both in regards to George Floyd's criminal history and whether or not it should be a point of consideration as it relates oh, uh, to the Black Lives Matter police and criminal justice reform movements. I first heard of George Floyd's criminal history from Candace Owens, who described his criminal history in great details. She described how he was convicted of robbery with a deadly weapon and even went to into detail, stating he was part of a group of men who broke into a pregnant woman's home and that he personally put a gun to her belly and threatened her life and the life of her unborn child. I normally wouldn't give anything Candace Owens says in credibility, but I have found some reports from various liberal outlets saying he was indeed convicted of aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon in 2007 and served a five-year sentence. Only conservative... Okay, th what this guy's getting at yeah. is um, if the reports of George Floyd's criminal history are accurate, uh, should it matter? No, no, no. What the no. fuck does it matter? You wouldn't even be a consideration with a fucking uh, white, uh, white person. Because guess what? Every mass shooter, not everyone, but most mass shooters have a domestic violence beef. Almost all of them. So and we go and we all shrug our shoulders and they're fucking crim. They did a crime and you didn't care about their criminal past. Mm. This guy was murdered by fucking police for no thing. N what I mean is nothing. No they thing. were murdered. He was, was murdered like in broad daylight, put, put down like an animal. And it should not matter what happened before uh, he was accused of the uh, before he entered with the store. But also, we don't give a fuck when people do have criminal records. We, if they're white, players, we don't care. No, well, but even like, if we like a celebrity, a football player, yeah. a musician, uh, but yeah, Tim good guy. Allen. He started, yeah. Should we murder Tim Allen? <laughs> and then not care how he was murdered because... Well, he went to cocaine jail. <laughs> so I guess he's murderable. It's This guy knows that he's 
He wrong. knows. He just was like, yeah, he's just hypothetically. Provocative. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, you can't murder people for uh, for passing a bad check. By the way, this was two on the no Stephen tweet. Literally, no one's passed more bad checks than Donald Trump. Guy doesn't pay fucking he doesn't half pay. of his contractors. So s- stop it with the should. Is it relevant? Nope. It's not relevant. It's not because guess what? Or maybe it is relevant and it opens up a lot of white criminals to on the street uh, uh, murders. So we're, we're going to have to put down, sir, we have to put you down because of that armed robbery you did in 2007. Well, that just goes to show the problem that even in an unlawful, like completely animalistic death, you still have to be perfect. You still, George Floyd still had to be. So what, what more did you want? Like you want him to be yes. Uh, yes. a pastor? Because, well, what, then we're into what was he wearing? Exactly what she was wearing. What, what was Trayvon wearing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what Sorry. was he, what, 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 then you're just, why they, black people get follow-ups <laughs> that, that are like, what the fuck are you talking about? What, how is that justification? Well, I just, and do you see white people going, well, it's not, but no, there's no fucking but. There's no but. Can you murder people or not right. is the only question you should ask. It's the only question. Is it legal to do that? No. But what if they, I have a question. Right. <laughs> what if they, <laughs> somebody told me they went to a sexual orientation and uh, sexual cla- orientation. like a college thing. And and they were telling people like, hey, if you're having sex with a woman and if a woman says no, you cannot have sex with her. Okay. Cool. Um, and then people were like, all right, but what if we're having sex and then she says she doesn't want to anymore? Can I finish? And it was like, no, you can't finish, buddy. This, this is what this podcast is for, basically. For like, yeah, like people remedial. Like, yeah, remedial. No, I got a question. <laughs> <laughs> I got now. Now Bernard Carrick <laughs> served three years for fucking Lars. Uh, for for uh, Bernard Carrick was for uh, fucking. No. Now, can I murder him? <laughs> is he murderable? Goodbye. Uh, okay. Um, great one. one. There's really not very many shorties here. There's one. The next one is short. That's pretty short. Bring the bass. You've okay. got mail. Give me a, make it musical. Neilio and Binks, R-S-T-L-N-E. You know the deal. I was listening to the most recent podcast where Neil was encouraging white people to go to black, to the black bar or black work areas. I like the idea. Sorry, my mom keeps going. I like the idea, Neil. Though I believe you yourself have mentioned before that black people aren't exactly jumping at the opportunity to hang out with white people all the time. But that's not why I am emailing. What I really want to know is how you could set these poor white folks up for an ambush. Uh, you For an ambush. You've got to warn them that if the black people start to make fun of them or roast them, if you will... This is actually a good thing and that as a white as the white person you just go along with it. Then after about 5 jokes at your expense, you can then come back with yeah, whatever motherfucker. 
Otherwise, they won't respect you. Thanks, y'all. Seventh feeler. Seven foot feeler. Sorry, can't read. Seventh yeah, foot. seven foot feeler. <laughs> uh, yes, I the 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 I have been a little irresponsible. Yeah, Neil, fuck. Send, saying send that wolves. that black people are dying to hang out with you. They're probably not, but they might be. But you made a point in an, an old episode where you're just like, like, uh, like now I got to go hang out with you and yeah. educate you. Yeah, and- it's like I don't, I because I'm funny. I assume everybody, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're when I hang out with black guys, they say something funny, and then fucking we're friends. You're projecting. Um, the 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 you do need to have something to offer. <laughs> You have a charming, funny story, whatever. It's fucking something. Interesting, unique. Everybody thinks they are, but are you actually? Um, And and they, yeah, you're going to get snapped on a little bit and you just got to take some hits. Uh, But there's a lot of people I would not suggest to do that, that I know. Like that, that older couple I know, the lady described, she's like, I'm learning so much. And she's like, you know, um, there was this incident with this girlfriend of mine. And, you know, she's like the blackest person I know. She's like nighttime. And I was like, well, you, oh, Splagoy. Splagoy. I haven't heard this, this I haven't heard, been this offended since I heard somebody say Dizzy Little Mexican. <laughs> Go ahead. And it's like, dude, I would not send you to like a group of black people. But then again, it's kind of like Cesar Milan. Like, go into a group. You, you take the bad dog and you have to, no, 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 no. I know. I no, mean, no, no, no. I don't. I'm saying take no, the I'm bad dog into. No, I'm not even getting into, into the, the, the racism <laughs> aspect of what you're saying. I'm saying. It's like you kind of learn. Like I didn't know I was, like I left my shit everywhere until I went to college and I was in a dorm with three other people. And they were like, can you like move your shit off the couch? And I was like, that's like hurt me. And then I was just. Yeah, I'm being a fucking, you just, I don't know. I feel like pacts kind of keep everybody in check a little bit. Yeah. So when you segregate in your own, in your own little world for so long, maybe you're right. Maybe fuck it. Throw them, throw them in the deep. I mean, I don't think that, that, yeah, black people are not dying to hang out with you. And uh, (laughs) let's just start with don't kill them. Okay. Let's start with don't kill them. Okay. uh, And don't. Uh, can uh over police them? Don't over prosecute them. Don't call the I'm police. I'm probably if you skipping. <laughs> yeah, if they're watching birds, don't call the cops. Um, don't suffocate them. What else? Uh, uh don't. Uh, I have a white friend of mine that keeps sending me videos of Candace Owens, saying like she's actually making a good point hmm. here, and I'm like, I went off. It's yeah. like I'm not gonna learn about being black. Or different in America from fucking from a mentally ill person. Um, Anyways, yeah. Uh, so you know, go Neil. Yeah, you're gonna get popped. Uh, but <laughs> if you can't, popped. if you're not willing to go over there, which I get, if you do go over there, you're gonna get popped. And if you don't feel like you have anything to offer, just don't murder them and don't suffocate them. Goodbye. And don't call them the cops when they're watching. You've got mail. RSCNLE, I'm half Mexican, half white from an island in the state of Washington where you can guess the population is faux woke and very white. Observation I had made during this round of protest, it is being more effective. It is being more effective because it is coming at a time when people are feeling less accomplished than when they were pre-quarantine. People can identify with their activism and really own it compared to being too busy for school jobs, etc. I'm a mailman, so I've been working this whole time. Humble brag. Um... 
So my quarantine experience has been different than most. I guess I just feel this amount of activism is highly uncharacteristic of the white, of the white population. I hope, uh, weird word choice, this is a real change and that George Floyd is our generation's Emmett Till. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't see this carrying uh, on farther than white attention spans. Honey, if I will think of you. Um, I don't think, I hope this isn't our generation's Emmett Till because nothing changed after Emmett Till. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like very I mean, little, yeah. I mean, it's fucking, it's that thing of like, it's, like, it's, it's the now same it's not, conversation. It's, now it's, yeah. it's, it's a conch. Right. The hairstyles changed. Nothing else changed. Right. Very few laws changed. Um, yeah. The, this I, feels, I don't know. I feel like it will. I think it's going to change. Yeah. I think things are going to change. Um, I, th- I but I also think that yeah that that I have a theory that I think the looters helped. Here's how. Here's what I will say. Mm. There was protesters, mm. uh, and which is yeah we've seen protests before. Right. Then there were looters and rioters. To the average white person, they can't discern between who's what. Right. So they just see a large group. Who and they just see like large protests, rioters, looters, and they go. Uh, people don't. It's the the reason protests work, and especially is like people are afraid of getting punched in the face. People have an innate fear of being punched in the face. They're way closer to being punched. White people are way closer to being punched in the face than maybe my whole life. Right. Than they have been in my whole life, and so now they're willing to negotiate. Mm. Be, and I would say it's because of the looters. Well, the looters really, every, those, they, we. Can, thank you, looters. Thank you, because we did talk about how, you know, the media, the relationship with the protests and the looters, but those images were, they were scary to people. Mm-hmm. They were really scary. And when people are scared. Because people love insurance companies and they <laughs> want to protect them. <laughs> they love Prudential. They love State Farm. They love. They, they, we must protect insurance companies at all costs. Um, okay, but because that's what they, who are you rooting? Why do you give a shit? I didn't it's understand. It's a fucking it. insurance pro, it's an insurance problem, right? It's not fucking, oh, you're not in danger. <laughs> the insurance company's in danger. If the if this if Patagonia, they're insured, yeah, they're gonna be fine. They, they, they'll pay, they got in, they got it, they, they're covered, yeah, no, but the. The interesting thing about insurance is I didn't, I went into, I deep dove into um, municipal insurance and what actually. Like city. City insurance that insures the police department. Mm -hmm. So there's some times where it's like, uh, he, this cop is guilty, but our insurance rate will go up so much that our budget can't handle it. So you have to retire. That's the other thing with these. Which is like, it's a deep, yo. And it's. The police union. Got a lot of uh, reviews of reviews. Right. They a lot of second opinions. Like, oh, actually, you know what? You need to reinstate this guy. Or like, dude, you got an early retirement or our rates are going to go up. Yeah. So, bye. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like when you really realize it's kind of a lot of, it's a lot about insurance, a lot about the, what is it? The immunity that cops uh-huh. have. Um, what's it called? What's the term? Yeah. We get it. We yeah. get it. Uh, all of that really goes into like not raising the rates on municipal insurance. Yeah. 
Insurance is a big driver of behavior. I think we've talked about it on here before. It's like, what's going to, the thing that's going to make climate change uh, a thing, uh, the the reason, the the only, one of my main hopes for climate change is litigation and not being able to get insurance on, on, on beachfront property. You're literally just not going to be able to get it. Right. Cause they're going to be like, they're going to be like, this shit's erosion. That's not my Yeah, problem. you ain't getting, you're, you're not getting insurable. You will, it's like. You shouldn't have built your house fucking on Fucking Robert Downey Jr. But in the Coke years. Not insurable. He could not be in, Courtney Love, you are not insurable. State, state, uh, beachfront property, you are not, there's just, you're not going to be able to, like, uh, uh, power plant. You're so liable for this pollution, you will not be able to operate because you won't be able to get fucking liability insurance. Right. That's my, that's the upside of insurance. So shout out. I mean, I know we turn this, we really do. I mean, we, we, I've learned so much. <laughs> um, Goodbye. Um, Don't make that noise. Um, You've got mail. This is interesting. All right. Hey guys, RSTNLE, I'm black and my non black girlfriend asked me to attend a protest Thursday in a mostly white neighborhood uh in new york small neighborhood my initial reaction was what why uh that serves no purpose at all i don't want to go bring down her enthusiasm but i don't think i will go am i wrong (laughs) for context while most people were emotionally moved by this latest killing i felt frustration and apathy i'm sick of the repetition and the mostly unsuccessful symbolic gestures of support as a response i understand that tuesday was a was necessary on some level but I don't think it accomplished anything concrete, and I'm afraid for the casual supporter that it will end there. To me, it's the equivalent of spending six hours in the gym, not focusing on your diet, and just hoping you end up with a six-pack. That's a fucking great analogy because mm. that's what all these kente cloths are. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a crash diet. Um, it's crash wokeness. Uh, the work they put in is great, but it's uh, the least important part of the question of, of the equation so I found campaign zero, eight can't wait, repeal 50A, and uh, hashtag NYC budget justice, signed petitions, sent emails where I could and stressed to my non-white friends to uh, not settle for symbolic justice and do the same. Um, so am I wrong and lazy? Do I have a point? Both. Both. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, no, but, I don't think he's lazy. No, I don't think I, he's I, lazy. I think, but I think he has a point. I think both work. Both work, but it's like, it's like when people want to lose weight. Do you just diet or do you just exercise? Because and it's like kind of got to do both. Yes, you can't just do one with the other. Fine, send, do all the good stuff. But people and we say this all the time in relation to Hong Kong, people in on the streets protesting, demonstrating, it scares people. Mm-hmm. It is more effective than Didn't you realize. Scare China as much as we'd hoped. Right, I was. We need really to talk like, about China, oh. which is what is happening in China in Hong Kong is a absolute travesty. Uh, tragedy. Travesty. Tra- tragedy. I'm going to go with tragedy. Okay. It's a travesty, of course. But Most things are. You meant- this is also <laughs> a, tra- a tragedy. It's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Uh, and I don't know what else to say about it. It's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, 
it's we're seeing a it's kind of an invasion. Hundred percent. It's 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 like Germ it's like Germany attacking Poland and Austria. Poland, it's yeah. fucking an invasion. Even though they were gonna invade, they were scheduled to invade in forty seven. It's not twenty forty seven. Mm. It's twenty twenty. Damn you. Um. So, uh. Yes, this guy. We got to do both. Got to yeah. do both. Die next time. Even if it feels like, oh, why am I just marching and chanting? I mean, it's like you're kind of just doing the same thing at the protests. It's, some people talk and then you march and you chant, da, 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 but the demonstration to city officials, you, you don't realize how easily we outnumber them. People don't want to get punched in the face. It's the people. Yeah. Now it's cool. Don't want to get punched in the face. Yeah. I'm not saying a peaceful protest has the same effect. Yeah. There are a lot of these people. I can't. They, I don't. Even if I had a gun, it wouldn't help. That's why the cops are so scared when they get bum rushed. Which again, you hate to see, <laughs> but because they realize, like, like uh, I don't have. I might have twenty bullets, but there's four hundred people, and there's they, and I'm getting swatted. Yeah. Um. People respond to physical threat, whether it's whether it's direct or just like obvious like oh i can't take these people but you know what's so fucked up when i think about it i when i was in college in san diego uh for like memorial day every and that was back when you can drink and the reason why you can't drink anymore is because everyone was drunk and the cops tried to regulate it and all the kids rioted not for any reason just because they were drunk and cops were trying to tell them to go home Uh and when i tell you it was like a cop like someone threw sand at a cop but there's a sea of like hundreds of people who are like, who threw that? And then another person threw it at the cop and another. And then it was just all hell. Uh-huh. And then there was no more. There was no more drinking on the beach. But we never heard about that. We never heard about the riots. We heard for a little bit, but we don't like it was mostly white people. It was mostly young college students. And we outnumbered them so quickly that they That's just the it, they went to that, they literally went the to the beauty fucking, of. The NFL this week is when the players, the stars make a video and are like, sorry, man, it's it's enough. It's we're getting mur- it is legal to murder. They weren't being charged for suffocating a man in broad daylight. Yeah, they for a mob hit in broad daylight, not prosecutable. And when NFL players go, oh, if we don't, pl- like, you don't have anything without us. Right. That's the thing I was talking to uh, that that show The Shop. Yeah. Which I I think some episodes are great. Uh, most of them are great. Some are just sort of like, meh. But a lot of them. The quarantine ones have not been good. <laughs> Low bar on the quarantine. But, um, but. I like that those guys and the players journal or the players, whatever the fuck it's called, where they stopped giving their stories to white institutions, hoping that white people would do right. It's like, it's my fucking story. Right. Why would I give it to you when I can spend what used to be a lot of money to me, 500 grand, I'm talking as an athlete, and b- build an infrastructure and just release it myself. The yeah, fucking, that, 
Exactly. And instead of like this, like, boss, right. if you might, my story, and if you, would you mind, like, you don't just right. fucking, no, I'm releasing myself. It's my <laughs> fucking story. And they get all, they break all the news. They, you know, right. Gavin Newsom signed the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, amateur thing on right. there and and like the only state and when i tell you i never what? saw so many angry white guys about us i was like i didn't even realize what they were upset at they were upset that they're gonna make money mm-hmm. but why are they upset because they're black and they're making yeah. money for a thing that used to just be slavery yeah it's all slavery yes it's all, all of this is yes slavery. It's just slavery. It's just slavery by another name. It's it's all slavery. That and that's the thing that white people are realizing. And it's like, wait, what? That's what I'm saying. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, and it's all slavery. <laughs> uh, you look back, and it was all slavery the whole time. Um, the whole time, everybody was. It, it was all slavery. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. All right, this I'm gonna read. Okay. Because it, I, I, I don't know if this guy responded to me, but Neil and Banks are seen LA for real. I don't know what that means, other than these fake RSTNLEers. Um, I'm a showrunner director who's worked in the New York doc world. I worked at Vidiots for a bunch for three years. I think that's where you were editing season three of Chappelle. Uh, so I believe that's a, there's a company called Vidiots in New York owned by the Amoya brothers, who are Italian brothers who are tattooed. They're like Travis Barker Italians, oh what God. I call Travis Barker Italians. Um, they're from the Travis Barker region of Italy. Uh, I wanted to reach out because I'm trying to sell a series and will hopefully be staffing up the next few weeks. Recent events have led me to take stock of my hiring practices and you've been on point with your advice to us white folks. Uh, I've only been helming projects for a few years and I always make sure to have a diverse staff. But the fact is I don't know enough black editors, shooters or producers. Uh, there are a million excuses for why this is the case, but I'm done with being too embarrassed to ask. This is something I can do. So I'm going to try to do it. If at all possible, can you send me some recommendations for black shooters, editors, podcasters, uh, producers, uh, not podcasters, LA, New York, wherever I do follow up doc. It's doc style, uh, like 24 seven or the circus on showtime. Um, uh, Thank you for everything you've done. All right. So this guy's website is roaming Buffalo films.com. So go on Rome roaming. Like roaming, like R-O-A-M-G. like roaming charges, roaming buffalo films dot com. It's uh, Daniel, and if that doesn't work, uh, email us, and I'll forward you his stuff. See, there we go, Neil. Look at you making Fuck, a change. Guys, it's called allyship. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's something you're either you can you want to talk about learning. You can learn allyship, guys. I was born with it, and I cultivated it. And the thing is, well, if you just do a slow fade out right now, I think while I'm talking about how great I am and you play the song, I think that would really send a message to people. And, and, um, goodbye. You tell me how you feel.